0: Welcome to the Top Diz. I'm your host, Ty. Today, I'm going to be talking about the top Disney hotels within Walt Disney World. And I'm going to preface this by talking how I haven't stayed at all these Disney hotels, so I am going to be using data um, from actually Business Insider. So there was a travel agent who has stayed in these and really, you know, gave their thoughts of what the top Disney hotels were. They gave the 13 best Disney hotels and resorts um, within the parks. And so I'm gonna talk through their 13 and kind of give you my two cents because technically I can't rank these if I personally haven't stayed in them. Um, and so, you know, I'm gonna use this list and kind of go through what their thoughts are and then what my thoughts are about the resorts for me. There are times that I've visited these hotels and or just walked around them or whatever it may be um if you're listening to this podcast you know Walt Disney World is huge like Walt built so bought so much land in the Orlando area um to build Walt Disney World and that's the beautiful thing about it is he can still continue to expand but it's you know 47 square miles of uh of a place and You know, there's 35 resorts there. 29 of them are actually owned and operated by a Walt Disney um, company. So those are kind of where we're headed today to talk about. So the cool thing about Walt Disney World and their hotels, I truly believe that there is a hotel resort um, for anyone there. I, I really do feel they can cater to whomever, like whatever socioeconomic category you want to go towards. Um, if you want to camp in a tent, you can go stay at a Disney resort. If you want to live lavishly, you can go stay at a Disney resort. Really do cater to um, anyone and everyone. Granted, you know, everything comes at a price, and everything on Walt Disney World property is much more expensive than it would be off of Walt Disney World property. Um, it's a long story. Like, this, this traveler is just using their expertise um, and. They're using a few things to narrow down, um, you know, their criteria. So first thing is hotels, of course, located within that Walt Disney World area. Second is hotels offering, you know, shuttle, boat, monorail, Skyliner. You know, how close are they to uh, a park? Can you walk? You know, are the buses um, not the best from this resort? Um, another thing that they use are, you know, TripAdvisor, so what does TripAdvisor say about this hotel, you know, and they have to be rated four stars or above um, with recent good reviews. Each resort uh, should have some sort of distinct or alluring theme, you know, that um, is, you know, spread throughout the resort, in public spaces, dining, the rooms, etc. Um, looking at the hotels and that they boast comfortable, spacious rooms, good amenities, Pools, all those things that families would love. So long story short, we will get into it. Um, These Walt Disney World Hotels resorts um, are going to be sorted from the price, from lowest to high, um, by this travel person. And so we're going to start with the lowest one on his list. And like I said, there's 13. The lowest one on his list is Disney's Coronado Springs Resort and so it is budget category. Um, just letting you know, typical typical starting price, though, is 178 so when I talk about everything on Disney property is more than than average, so you know think about um, staying at a Holiday Inn or whatever for $110 a night, well, this typical starting price is $178, so you're looking already at like a $68 increase or a Hampton Inn, whatever it may be. Um, so typical starting is $178, Peak prices, though, two ninety. so that gets pretty pricey during peak time. So I know I've talked about peak times before, um, but anyway, I'm going to give you what the tickleball starting price is and what the peak prices are for each of these resorts. Um, traditionally, this resort is good for families, um, couples, you know, inside amenities, they got pool, they've got a water slide, and it is definitely Mayan-themed. Um... You know, it's got fitness center. Um, good thing about this hotel is they recently remodeled, um, and, it, and it's just fresh and new. Um, if you can get a room in the Grand Destino Tower, which is brand new, this is like deluxe staying at a moderate price if you can get into that Grand Destino Tower. It's just very chic furnishing, beautiful, beautiful public places. Um, amazing views and scenery Um, so the grand destino tower is amazing it truly is Um, now the majority of people if you're going there on the lower end of the scale are probably going to end up in the um, older renovated building Um, the main resort I mean it's sprawling it's huge Um, you could have a long walk to your room Um, and that's tough after day at the park and so that's the con but Disney's Coronado Springs is, uh, you know, finds inspiration from Spanish, Mexican, Southwestern American culture. Um, you know, and you can see that through everything from the large pool that has a Mayan pyramid, um, huge, you know, outdoor hot tub. that fits like 20 people. So, you know, it's, it's a pretty cool place. Um, and it, and it came in, uh, you know, 13 for him. So book Disney's Coronado Springs Resort, if those are the things you're interested in. Like I said, that Grand Destino Tower looks beautiful. I haven't been in it, seen pictures, looks absolutely amazing. Next on the list is Disney's Art of Animation Resort. So Art of Animation Resort, it's definitely affordable, um, budget-friendly option, you know, to anyone coming to Disney World, and it pays homage to Pixar movies. So. You're going to get Cars, you're going to get Finding Nemo, you're going to get Lion King, you're going to get Little Mermaid. Um, But the cool thing about this is this hotel offers um, bigger rooms. So traditionally the Little Mermaid rooms are your standard, you know, two bed rooms, like a standard hotel room, but there are family suites that you can get. You have to pay more for them, but you can fit a lot more people where there's a room, sitting area, a little kitchen, a pull down bed. Um, as well as a couch that turns into a bed, so you can fit a lot more people into it. Um, really, really cool theming um, at this resort. It really is amazing. Um, so that's a big, big draw. But this is a budget category hotel. Typical um, starts at 179, and that's what I was talking about. That was Little Mermaid rooms that are your standard rooms. Peak pricing 267. Um, three different pools there. There's playgrounds. There's restaurant pool bar. His pros were, the theme here is strong, in particular in the suites and pools, which makes things even more fun for families. Another big perk of saying here is that the Disney Skyliner stops at the resort, which is a very efficient way to get around. I agree, the Skyliner is awesome, um, but now if you're staying at a resort that is on the Skyliner route, they've reduced the amount of bus usage at those, so you pretty much need to take that Skyliner to get where you're going because his bus lines may be um, a little bit longer. If you just miss a bus, you're going to have to wait a lot longer. So FYI on that. Okay, so his cons as far as um, this resort goes is it has limited dining and drinking establishments. But you know what, like, he does put that in there. But bottom line, if you have the Skyliner, you have access to EBCOT. You've got access to multiple different resorts. So. You know, I don't know if that's necessarily valid. To me, um, it is a huge resort, so I think that's a little of a um, drawback. And I do think for the majority of the rooms they are expensive if you want that family suite a lot more than that starting peak price, but very cool resort, very well-themed. All right, next on his list is Disney's Port Orleans Resort, Riverside. Um, Riverside's beautiful, I mean, um, I've stayed at Riverside, and I think it's great. Like, it's, uh, it's a, you know, kind of a nod to old um, Louisiana style. Um, there's two different parts, actually, of it. There is a portion that's uh, the bayou, and then another portion that is big old, almost like plantation-style homes, which, you know, at some point that may get changed because... You know the connotation that that has but there's two different portions of actual riverside and so port orleans riverside and french quarter are right beside each other um but riverside kind of has two different parts it's a huge huge resort but man we stayed on the bayou side um you know we're my wife and i is kind of outdoorsy at least we were <laughs> when we were kids and uh you know we just love the peaceful tranquility that it kind of offered over there um Really cool, but um, he said the category's boutique starts at 179, and you truly can get a Riverside room for a budget room price during some parts of the year. So that's really cool. Um, peak pricing 267, so that's pretty much the same as you heard during those on those budget hotels as well. Um, so best for families, couples, five pools, including a water park and a catch and release fishing hole. A um, pros here, he said, the hotel's romantic, pi- picturesque vibe. Essentially, when you opt for a horse-drawn carriage ride around the property, there's also a food court with lots of options. Collins Resort is large and sprawling, so it's easy to get off course. It also takes longer to navigate to the park since the main transportation option is the bus. And that's true. You are, if you didn't drive, you're relying on the bus. And so there were times when I stayed at this resort that I just missed a bus or, you know, I'm waiting on a bus. So there is some bus waiting Um for um, this resort, unfortunately. Um, So, you know, there is that, but it is really pretty. Um, As you may have heard, like we did the 5K run there all around the river, um, and that was really fun. It started in the French Quarter, actually, and went around. But um, I'll go ahead and kind of go into the next one, because the next one is the French Quarter. So Disney's Port Orleans Resort, French Quarter. So there's two different sides. Like I said, there's Riverside, and then there's French Quarter. French Quarter starts at 224 peak prices at 295 Now, French Quarter is exactly what it sounds, it's that New Orleans style, so Mardi Gras touches, festival, jazz music, um, you know, food like crawfish, crawfish etouffee, um, the beignets, man are the beignets awesome there. Um, they just reopened this resort actually and everybody went over there to get their Mickey shaped beignets. It's a definite must-do. A lot of people actually come to this resort just to come get the Mickey-shaped beignets at uh, Sasagula Floatworks, which is the restaurant there. Um, I think it's really cool, and it and it's uh, it's a great resort. I think it's more probably geared toward couples than families, really. I don't I don't know why. That's just the vibe I get. Um, but it's really cool, and it's a, it's definitely smaller, like the riverside portion of Port Orleans is gigantic. Um, but the French quarter part is, is definitely, definitely much s- smaller. So, um, you know, it's got great landscape. That's what he said some of the pros is cobblestone streets, beautiful landscape, wrought iron balconies, magnolia blossoms all throughout. Um, just very much new Orleans inspired it says cons. Um, it may be a long walk to your room. Um, The bus is the main transportation there. I don't think it's that big of a resort. I don't think you're gonna have that long of a walk, Um, but the bus is shared um, with Riverside, so that's where the bus could be an opportunity. Um, Transportation is probably my biggest drawback, personally, um, to those Port Orleans resorts, but um, I think they're great options. Definitely, definitely cool places to stay. Definitely both have two different feels. I prefer Riverside over the French Quarter, but that's just me um so there you go and then uh going on to our next one so the next resort he has on his list is disney's animal kingdom lodge so akl so animal kingdom lodge is you know it's one of the deluxe properties um for disney um it was one of his personal favorites um when it comes to themed hotels like it truly is transportive like Definitely, definitely feels like, you know, you're in Africa with the art and the animals and all that sort of stuff. Um, He writes, while not cheap, the four-star Animal Kingdom Lodge is ideal for families or discerning adults who yearn for something beyond a simple bed, bathroom, and four walls. Staying here is an experience as the hotel grounds are filled with over 200 animals and birds, from zebras to giraffe exotic birds. The Savannah View rooms are a treat and worth the extra cost to see the animals right from your room so that is the draw right they're, i mean they have a massive pool there um and another draw is just the amazing food like they're known for the amazing food there but reality is the animals are why you're going there because you can see cool animals so if you listen to my last podcast i don't know if i talked about it or not so after uh my family left so my brother-in-law and his family and my mother-in-law My kids and I, we were, like I said, we were staying off property in a house, but we actually drove over to to Animal Kingdom Lodge and ate at Sana'a for lunch one day. And I just wanted to eat there because restaurants there are amazing. I wanted to see the animals, which at Sana'a you get to, you know, you eat and look out into the savannah. We actually got a um, table right by a window where there was a crane and there were zebras coming up. So, really cool um, from that standpoint but the pricing is much more expensive at animal kingdom lodge like typical starting is 294 a night um, peak time 405 so that is kind of wild and that was definitely a pun intended (laughs) definitely wild Um, so amenities two large pools water slide award-winning restaurants and bars Pros, he said, the resort is a breathtaking lobby and a large African art collection. If you book a savannah room, you'll be able to watch giraffe, zebra, other animals right from your hotel window. Collins, the resort is off the beaten track, and the hotel is one of the priciest. So that's true. It is the, furthest, the hotel that's furthest away from all of the parks. So your bus ride is going to be long. Um, it's the only form of transportation as well. So um, it's going to take a while to get to the parks. And that's, that's it. It's, it's a really large resort as well. So there's a few stops. So it's uh, you know that's the drawback of Animal Kingdom Lodge. If I was to stay there, I would try to lump in the price of a rental car or parking um, because it would be ideal to have a car if you're staying at this resort um, because it is kind of out there. Now, as I stated, like the house I stayed in um, when I was just down there, i was literally like i think 1.6 miles maybe from animal kingdom lodge and of course we had a car so we were we could quickly drive over there but um the drive to the resorts from animal kingdom aren't bad so if you do have a car it's huge it saves you huge time Um, time is money at disney so i would recommend it if you can fit it in the budget Okay, so next on his list is Disney's Fort Wilderness Resort and Campground. This place is sprawling and really, really cool. So um, when I think about this resort, um, I think about the different things that you can do here, um, whether it's um, staying in a tent or you know staying in a giant cabin. Now. I'm not really sure why he puts this in here but he puts it as a luxury category. It's definitely not and it says it starts at 341 which it definitely doesn't because you can rent a spot at the campground I think for like I don't know what it is now. It may it used to be like $40 for a campsite. It's probably up to maybe $80, $90 a night for a campsite now. Um but that's definitely not 341. Now That is you bringing whatever you need, whether it's an RV, tent, whatever it may be. Um, But super, super cool. So this this area, um, you know, you can sleep in a tent. Like I said, you can rent a space, sleep in a tent, park your own RV. You can rent fully furnished, furnished cabins that sleep six people. It's got a living room, a bathroom, a patio, a grill. Um, you know, kitchen. The room is uh, it's a bedroom with a queen size bed and then two bunk beds in there. Um, but then also the couch out in the family room pulls out, so you can fit a lot of people. And it's it's truly like a campground there. It's so super fun. People will rent out the areas in the campground or the campsites. They'll decorate them during different seasons. So like Halloween, they had stuff decorate it all on halloween and the campsites christmas they do the same there's golf carts people have golf carts you can rent golf carts with your camping site drive it around some people decorate those and there's parades during different holidays it is just a totally different experience than some of the more um luxury type resorts um, that you would stay at it's just a rustic experience tons and tons to do like his pros were um, horseback riding, archery, canoe rentals, kayaking, great area to walk around and explore. Truly is, it's just a fun, fun place. Um, his cons were, um, you know, there's no, no hoopty-doo right now. So hoopty-doo review is a dinner, um, that you can have while you're there. It's just one of the funnest dining experiences within Disney and it's unfortunately not running right now so um there is that but there's several dining options there there's two pool areas just fun fun recreational things you can go see the circle d ranch where all the walt disney World horses are and ponies live and it's just a cool place it's definitely something you should check out Um, they do a fun movie night there they do a s'mores cooking with um chip and dale Um, lots of stuff that you can experience in disney's fort wilderness so Definitely check it out. I know the cabins. When last time when I was when I booked uh, Riverside that I was just telling you about, so when I when I booked Port Orleans Riverside, I actually looked at doing um, a cabin, and it was literally, I think it was like ten percent more maybe to do a cabin at Fort Wilderness um, at the time. So from a pricing standpoint, it's really competitive, but I decided I want to go stay at Port Orleans. So Fort wilderness resort and campground was on his list um next is disney's riviera resort now this resort just looks amazing so my sister and her family stayed there i haven't stayed there before just looks very clean um very nice it is um, designed to look like a posh french and italian riviera just sophisticated feel but not stuffy, Um, just looks beautiful. Accommodations range here though. There's tower suites, which are small studios with Murphy beds, to three bedroom grand villas that can sleep 12, include a full kitchen, full dining room, three full baths, um, all that. This guy, he was impressed by their one bedroom suite, which included um, lots of comforts at home, like a luxury soaking tub, um, different stuff like that. Lots and lots of modern amenities like you know, lighting, USB connects, all that sort of stuff. Um, great restaurants there like Topolino's Terrace. Um, another big bonus of this resort is it's on the Skyliner. So, you know, it's just a quick ride to Epcot and to Hollywood Studios. Um, problem is this resort's expensive. So pricing starts at 373 peak pricing 687 There's two two pool areas, two pool areas. Um, fitness center, uh, they have a character breakfast there which is great. Um, His pros were even though you have the capacity to make your own meals in your suite, dining on-site is a treat. Cons, it's harder to get to Magic Kingdom and Animal Kingdom from here. While the larger suites have plenty of room, the most affordable option, the tower suites are quite small. So Riviera Resort looks beautiful. It's not really my cup of tea, um, so I probably won't stay at Riviera just because it is expensive. Um, for my money, I would um, personally rather stay um, at his next resort or at a different resort. Um, but the next resort he resort he has on his list is Disney's Wilderness Lodge, which Disney's Wilderness Lodge is beautiful. Like you walk in to Disney's Wilderness Lodge, and it is just amazing like the lobby so majestic with all like the wood and timber and it's just feels like you're out west um that you should be out in Yosemite or um Glacier National Park or something like that I mean it is truly like a lodge by a national park is what it feels like um I ate there with my family at Whispering Canyon and I think one of my previous uh one of my previous podcasts, I kept calling it Trails End, which Trails is at Fort Wilderness, but we we actually ate at Whispering Canyon. But anyway, Whispering Canyon's there. It's a fun um, place to eat breakfast. Um, really good, but it's just very very beautiful. Now this place is expensive. It starts at three seventy five and peaks at five eighty two. Um, his pros were, this is a beautiful, relaxing resort, it has many transportation options. It's lovely to simply explore the property, rent a bike, ride it along the wooded trail that connects the Wilderness Lodge to Fort Wilderness Resort. Cons, the main pool area is smaller than the other resorts, but there's a geyser that goes off every so often, which adds to the experience. Now, I didn't mention this for Fort Wilderness Lodge either, but you can take a boat um, from um, wilderness lodge or the campgrounds, um, to magic kingdom and to Epcot. So that's pretty cool being able to take a boat, um, over to those areas. So that is a big, big peak, uh, big, big pro item because that cuts out the bus, right? So really, really cool. Um, it's, it's awesome. Like the, they have huge um, cabins that are on the waterfront, um, which I rode past, never stayed there, but Drove past them when I rented the boat on my last trip there. I got to ride the boat past them to see them. That's really, really cool. They come with a little private pool, even. Um, but, you know, it's got awesome dinosaurs. Like I said, Whispering Canyon Cafe is there, and then they have Artist Point that's there. Just a beautiful, beautiful lodge. Makes you feel like you are in a national park um, out in the west. All right, next on the list Disney's Yacht Club. So the Yacht Club, um, very cool. Um, His pro said the resort has a relaxed vibe and really captures New England style. If you are a seafood fan, a visit to the Ale and Compass with offerings such as their signature New England seafood pot pie or fresh catch of the day is a must. Cons, the resort is refined and may not be as enticing for children compared to some other resorts. Um, So it starts at 422 and peaks at 810. I will say the Yacht Club um, and all the hotels that are around there so which i bet i get to yacht club boardwalk and um the beach club the yacht club and beach club share the same pool so when he talks about kids not loving that that's that's crazy because the best pool in all of walt disney world is at the yacht club and beach club they share it Um, it has a sand bottom in some areas has the coolest slide just super super cool lots of places to eat you can walk to ebcot you can walk to the skyliner um yacht club is a uh, very very great resort now it is a little bit older so your rooms are a little bit smaller um, than a typical room Um, however location is key here just amazing location so yacht club is definitely you know a cool place to stay so lots of amenities like you can rent boats there they've got casual dining fine dining um they share restaurants with Uh, the beach club so you can have beaches and cream which is awesome or you can walk across to boardwalk so lots of stuff to do and next on the list is the boardwalk so disney's boardwalk in which looks straight across at the yacht club um it's awesome i mean it is uh you know tons of dining options you know as well so they're right across from each other typical starting is 458 peak prices 761 um he said the cons where the rooms seem a little bit dated um but there's so much to do you probably won't be in the room that much pros um there is variety of dining drinking and entertainment options so boardwalk in harkens back to the turn of century era of atlantic city it's one of the most popular resorts for vacationing adults and couples um, because of the nightlife so there's bars that are there there's um, abracadabra bar um where you can go there's uh jelly rolls which is a piano bar there's the espn zone lots of things to do on that boardwalk and then um they're slowly bringing back the entertainment so just like you would think of a boardwalk in peak atlantic city you know whether it's people on stilts or um, gymnasts, jugglers, all those sorts of things can be out there on the boardwalk. There's little games that you can play on the boardwalk, so it has that type of feel, just as fun, um, very whimsical from that standpoint. But also, you know, you are right there at Epcot again, so you can walk to Epcot, you can walk to Hollywood Studios. Um, just perfect little location. Like I said, boardwalk, yacht club, beach club, all of them within walking distance to those two parks. So very, very cool. Um, next on his list is Disney's Contemporary Resort so this is a luxury starting at 487 peaks at 839 pros the resort is right next to Magic Kingdom and the monorail stop right inside of the hotel cons rooms are dated but thankfully they're being remodeled um, which they're almost done I think remodeling them to the Incredibles um, but uh, not quite there yet so these rooms are smaller than your average rooms. I mean, they were built in 1971, so the ceilings are really short. And so if you're not a fan of that or a fan of contemporary style, probably not your style to stay in. But the biggest draw to this hotel is location. When you can literally walk to the Magic Kingdom, like if that's the only park you're going to, if you're gonna spend most of your time there, you get to walk there. And there's a lot to be said to that. Like people at the end of the night, Um, That have to wait on a bus or wait on a boat or go back walk all the way to their car drive to their house like being able just to walk to your place where you're staying is uh, Pretty magical. So it's right there on Seven Seas Lagoon and Bay Lake Um, You know, it's pretty cool. So there's the original a-frame building. There's also a garden wing um, of the hotel Uh, It's definitely not for everyone, Um, however, you know, location, 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 that is why it's on this list, I'm sure. Also has my favorite restaurant, California Grill, at the top, Um, considered one of the best places to dine and watch fireworks. So, you know, if you're lucky enough, you can actually get a room in the A-frame portion of the Contemporary where you get to watch fireworks every night, um, which is pretty amazing. Um, However, not everyone gets to do that. Um, But anyway, Disney's Contemporary Resort is just iconic Walt Disney World, so that was on his list. And the next one on his list is the Grand Floridian Resort & Spa, starting at 534, peaking at 1002. Um, His pros are, this iconic resort is close to Magic Kingdom and is one of the most luxurious hotels in all of Walt Disney World. Staying here is highly memorable. Cons, the hotel is sophisticated and may not be a match. If you're looking for something more akin to your children's style, if you don't plan on spending much time at the hotel, this might not be worth it since it's more expensive than other resorts. Now this hotel, just like the contemporary, now has a walking trail to Magic Kingdom. It's on the monorail line, so you are close to Magic Kingdom and can get to Epcot really quickly through the monorail. This is just a regal hotel, like it's beautiful... Looks great. They're actually getting ready to redo all the rooms here as well um, to give them even more of an update. But it has some of the most amazing places to eat inside. Um, just beautiful, whimsical place. Um, they got a new restaurant called the Chandler Rose, or new, not a restaurant, but a little dining area where you can have cocktails and those sorts of things. They have Victoria to Alberts, which is like five diamond. You know, super luxury, finest dining you can find in all of Florida, place to eat, Um, to the Grand Floridian Cafe, which is just an amazing place to have, you know, breakfast or lunch or whatever it may be, to Citrico's, which is another amazing dinner spot. So amazing food, just amazing um, resort and all, super expensive, but it is definitely for those folks that want a more high-end feel. Um, with a little bit more space than the contemporary, it's just, has got that old, more old timey, uh, you know, feel to it, you know, wallpaper and that type of stuff, but it is a beautiful resort has some beautiful pools and it is close to the parks. So the last one on his list is Disney's Polynesian Village Resort. So this one, 1971 again. So this one was built um, when the parks were open. Starts at 614, peaks at Um, Two great pools with a water slide. Great bars. Um, Pros were the Polynesian Village Resort has several fun dining options, including a dinner theater experience and entertaining bars. Um, There's, you know... Lots of stuff that you can do there. I mean, there's lots of swimming, different things you can do. You can rent boats from there as well. Um, they actually have villas out on the water that you can buy, that you can rent, which are super expensive. Uh, you'd have to get those through DVC, I think, mostly. Um, so that's the con, though. The hotel is very expensive and probably not worth it if you're not planning to spend most of your time at the resort. Um, these rooms are also getting redone to a Moana theme. Uh, to make them more current, um, but very beautiful, very Hawaiian themed resort. Um, like I said, really great food there. There's you know a dinner show. there's Sam grog grotto um, that you can go to and get you know some drinks and it's just fun. It's just overall Hawaiian feel. Now, that was the last one on his list. So his list of the top 13 hotels, Um, I'll go through them real, real quick again. So they're in no certain order besides price. But he said Coronado Springs. He said Art of Animation. Uh, Port Orleans Riverside. Port Orleans French Quarter. Disney's Animal Kingdom Lodge. Fort Wilderness Resort and Campground. Riviera Resort. Wilderness Lodge. Uh, Yacht Club Resort. Boardwalk Inn. Contemporary Resort, Grand Floridian Resort and Spa, and the Disney's Polynesian Village. So a couple of notes from this whole list that he created, like he didn't mention the Beach Club, which Beach Club and Yacht Club really are the same resort. So we can just, you know, lump those in together. But he didn't talk about any of the value resorts really besides the campground. So just my two cents from the value resorts if you are looking at staying at Pop Century or the All-Star Resorts, um, I'm all for staying at Pop Century just from the standpoint of the Skyliner just gives you that extra access um, to get to a park. So that's my two cents um, from that standpoint. But um, overall, you know, hopefully you learned something from this, but this is um, you know, this person's take on the top resorts within disney world now like i said definitely do your you know due diligence and figure out you know hey what is what is your cup of tea you know where do you want to stay like why do you want to stay at certain resorts like are you going to be spending most of your time at magic kingdom are you going to be going to all the parks um and then say to yourself do i need to stay on property like what are the perks of staying on property because you know, there are perks, but it is more expensive to stay on Disney property. So do your research and, uh, you know, I just think it's really fun to plan it out. And if you don't think it's fun, get yourself a travel agent and they can book it all for you, make changes. And guess what? Travel agents that book at Disney don't take any more money than you would booking it yourself. So find you a travel agent out there. That's a Disney travel agent. They can book it, make the changes, I would highly suggest you do one that is, um, you know, proficient in Disney because it changes all the time. So ones that I know of, you know, Mickey Travels, um, Dreams Unlimited, um, just to name name a couple. Like there there are many out there, but, um, you know, get a travel agent that knows what they're talking about that can book for you and figure out what your desires are and make it all happen for you. So I know that was a little lengthy, but I know a lot of people out there, you know, always question what Disney hotels they should stay at. So I was just giving you what somebody's top hotels were and just giving you my few cents along the way. Hope you all have a great day and I hope it's magical.